Welcome to Midday Prayer for Friday, January 13th, 2023. Our help is in the name of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in God, who will deliver you. Your salvation will shine like light, your redemption like the noonday sun. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. A reading from the book of Judith. Judith prepares to go to Holofernes. When Judith had stopped crying out to the God of Israel and had ended all these words, she rose from where she lay prostrate. She called her maid and went down into the house where she lived on Sabbaths and on her festal days. She removed the sackcloth she had been wearing, took off her widow's garments, bathed her body with water, and anointed herself with precious ointment. She combed her hair, put on a tiara, and dressed herself in the festive attire that she used to wear while her husband Manasseh was living. She put sandals on her feet and put on her anklets, bracelets, rings, earrings, and all her other jewelry. Thus she made herself very beautiful to entice the eyes of all the men who might see her. She gave her maid a skin of wine and a flask of oil and filled a bag with roasted grain, dried fig cakes, and fine bread. Then she wrapped up all her dishes and gave them to her to carry. Then they went out to the town gate of Bethulia and found Uzziah standing there with the elders of the town, Chabris and Charmis. When they saw her transformed in appearance and dressed differently, they were very greatly astounded at her beauty and said to her, May the God of our ancestors grant you favor and fulfill your plans, so that the people of Israel may glory and Jerusalem may be exalted. She bowed down to God. Then she said to them, Order the gate of the town to be opened for me, so that I may go out and accomplish the things you have just said to me. So they ordered the young men to open the gate for her as she requested. When they had done this, Judith went out, accompanied by her maid. The men of the town watched her until she had gone down the mountain and passed through the valley, where they lost sight of her. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the coastlands and their inhabitants. 
Let the desert and its towns lift up their voice, the villages that Kedar inhabits. Let the inhabitants of Sila shout for joy. Let them shout from the tops of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. The Lord goes forth like a soldier. Like a warrior, he stirs up his fury. He cries out, he shouts aloud, he shows himself mighty against his foes. For a long time I have held my peace. I have kept still and restrained myself. Now I will cry out like a woman in labor. I will gasp and pant. I will lay waste mountains and hills and dry up all their herbage. I will turn the rivers into islands and dry up the pools. I will lead the blind by a road they do not know. By paths they have not known, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness before them into light, the rough places into level ground. These are the things I will do, and I will not forsake them. They shall be turned back and utterly put to shame, those who trust in carved images, who say to cast images, You are our gods. Holy Wisdom, Holy Word, Thanks be to God. The Heidelberg Catechism Introduction The Reformation was not a singular movement. Soon after Luther posted his 95 theses, reform movements sprang up throughout Europe. As Lutheran thought moved down the Neckar River, reformed thought traveled up the Rhine from Switzerland. They met at Heidelberg, seat of the oldest university in Germany and capital of the province known as the Palatinate. Tension between Lutherans and Reformed Christians was intense. Because the Reformed did not believe in the real bodily presence of Christ in the bread and wine, Lutherans believed that they were desecrating the Lord's Supper. Acting to end the controversy, Frederick the Elector, ruler of the Palatinate, asked two young men of Heidelberg, Zacharias Ursinus, professor of theology, and Caspar Olivianus, preacher to the city, to prepare a catechism acceptable to both sides. They revised an earlier catechism that Ursinus had written, using its outline and some ninety of its questions and answers. Completed in 1562, the Heidelberg Catechism was published in January of the following year. The Heidelberg Catechism opens with two questions concerning our comfort in life and death. The knowledge that our only comfort is Jesus Christ frames the remainder of the Catechism. Each of its three parts corresponds to a line of Romans 7, 24-25, where Paul cries, Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thus, questions 3 to 11 deal with our sin and misery, questions 12 to 85 with the way in which God and Jesus Christ frees us, and questions 86 to 129 with the manner in which we express gratitude to God for our deliverance. Each question of the Catechism is personal, addressed to you. Each answer draws as much as possible on biblical language. The Catechism's tone is ironic, showing nothing of the controversy that called it forth. Its theology is both Catholic, universal in appeal, and evangelical, setting forth the gospel of Jesus Christ. Providing a basis for peaceful coexistence between Lutheran and Reformed Christians, the Catechism denied that the bread and wine become the very body and blood of Christ, but affirmed that, by this visible sign and pledge, we come to share in his true body and blood through the working of the Holy Spirit. Paragraph 79. 
The influence of the Heidelberg Catechism in the Church's preaching and teaching continues to be felt in Germany, Austria, Holland, Hungary, parts of Eastern Europe, Scotland, Canada, and the United States. A prayer attributed to Augustine of Hippo, 354-430. O loving God, to turn away from you is to fall, to turn toward you is to rise, and to stand before you is to abide forever. Grant us, dear God, in all our duties, your help, in all our uncertainties, your guidance, in all our dangers, your protection, and in all our sorrows, your peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer at the time of a minister's retirement. God of grace, we thank you for the gifts of Christian ministry given in your servant. We celebrate the years of their labor in the fields of the Lord and rejoice in the blessings so many have received. Give them a sense of fulfillment and completion, a time of refreshment and rest, and new opportunities for living the good news of your love in Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessed Savior, at this hour you hung upon the cross, stretching out your loving arms. Grant that all the peoples of the earth may be drawn to your redeeming love, for your kingdom's sake. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The God of peace be with us. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.